Hey, Supernatural family. This is Emily from Supernatural on the Rocks. We're so excited to tell you about Folklore Jewelry. Folklore Jewelry is eclectic, handmade jewelry made from metal and gemstones, and inspired by her love of folklore, mythology, poetry, pop culture, and nature. You can find amazing collections like her Bewitched Collection, which embodies everything there is to love about autumn and Halloween, as well as the Once More with Feeling Collection, which is, you guessed it, inspired from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Personally, I already own one of the Witch's Broom necklaces, as well as this incredible Sasquatch statement piece that speaks to my Pacific Northwest roots. You can check out these amazing pieces and more at her website, FolkloreJewelry.com, or on Instagram, at FolkloreJewelry. We're sure our SPN family will find something a little supernatural to indulge in. And Supernatural on the Rocks listeners will receive 10% off their order using discount code PODCAST at checkout. Hello, welcome back to Supernatural on the Rocks. I am Emily. And I'm Mandy. And you can find us on social media at SPN on the Rocks on um, Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash glee on the rocks, which is um, the combo of our sister podcast, Glee on the Rocks, where you can find all sorts of bonus content with some super long episodes where we talk about fandom and our lives and anything that pops into our little heads. And we think they're pretty fun. They are truly bonus episodes because there is not a theme to them there's a theme other the theme is is what we want to talk about yeah exactly that's what i'm saying like they're bonus episodes because they don't fit into like any podcast niche yes we currently already have yes the the uh the theme is fandom yeah (laughs) yes so you can uh you can follow us there and you can also subscribe to our um anchor slash spotify if you want to catch that same bonus content there if that is easier for you um so welcome back to the winchesters weekly this is season one episode 11 you've got a friend which is maybe one of the the sweeter songs that they've used for a title yeah it is for kind of a creepy um emotionally destructive episode yeah, I was going to say, I don't think the sweetness fits the theme of the episode, but, you know, they made a choice and they stuck with it. A very sweet, calm, lovely song for yeah. um, a dark and uh, ringing episode. So yeah. congratulations. Um, the qu- very quick recap of this episode, courtesy of IMDB, who really went for brevity, is John is arrested for Kyle's murder and Lada is forced to relive a dark secret from her childhood. But you know what? That's a better summary. So I watched this streaming on the CW mm-hmm. uh, website. The summary on the website gave me truly no idea of what this episode was going to be about. <laughs> it was extremely misleading. It says, in the aftermath of the fight with the Gollum, Carlos, Mary, and Ladiga are cleaning the clubhouse when they hear a noise from outside. Cool. Like, technically, yeah, but yes. you're really missing the, the 
the point of the summary summary there because that does not give you any indication that is something that occurs in the episode yeah yeah the, actually the opening of this episode i was like what what is happening where yeah did i missed the first five minutes or like <laughs> did i tune in late yeah uh, this episode happens immediately after the previous episode yeah. and if you have forgotten what happens they fight both a golem and someone named Jack Wilcox, who is a former man of letters who has been disgraced. Yeah. Um, so they are cleaning that up. And I, there had been, I think, a two-week hiatus between uh, this episode and that one. So I definitely had a moment of, what is going on? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I, I fully didn't catch. Like, I mean, it took me a couple of seconds to, I mean, a couple of minutes to catch up to the fact that it was immediately. Yes. And also because they kind of pan over and John is standing there covered in blood. Yeah. And it, it's almost like, is this a dream sequence? Is uh, what is happening? I was, I was like, is he possessed? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Because in another episode he had been possessed. Yeah. Kind of like same dead eyed, like hunched shoulder. Cause he's so tall and this kind of like creepy look to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, the vampire thing happened in a different episode. Yeah. But he's covered in blood, and I had already blocked the whole Kyle yep. fake murder thing. And I was like, oh, so he must have fled the scene of the crime. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? But that is exactly what John has done, is he fled yep. the scene of a crime. Maybe because that's a smart choice. Not his best move. To be fair, it is something Sam and Dean would also have immediately done. Yes. But... His situation is not quite theirs. I feel like he should maybe think things out a little bit first. Yeah, his, um, and really the timing of this makes no sense because it's like the cops had shown up. He was standing in the garage with the door open and the body there. Like, how did he, how how? did he leave? How did he leave? (laughs) Did he just pull a, oh, look behind you. And then like. look, over there, the murderer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nothing to see here. A very tall person walking away on a brightly lit street. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he managed to, I guess, take the keys to some junk car. Like, why wouldn't you just walk? You're gonna like rev an engine. Yeah, yeah. Why? That I feel like that would have been noticeable. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, everyone, kind of agrees that the Akrita are framing John, which clearly makes him a threat to the Akrita. Mm-hmm. But really, it's that they think he knows who the man in the photo is, right? It's not so much that John's yeah. the threat, but that the person that we know who is that we know as Dean Winchester is the threat to the Akrita for some reason. Yeah, and I'm I'm very curious to see how it keeps playing out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, I have Betty's name stuck in my head. Mary and John decide that not only are they is John going to run from the scene of a crime, they are going to flee town and yeah. go to like an uncle's cabin because um, that's the best way to deal with a murder is to run. Yep, and nice little, nice little vacation, little, little vacation, little, little cabin trip. Um, Betty shows up and is like, "No, don't do that." Um caught them immediately which i thought was actually kind of funny yeah (laughs) like just immediately was like no you can't do this um 
and John lets her arrest him. In part because she's been following them for weeks, so is immediately just going to go to Mary's place to track him down. Yeah, I mean, they're not that subtle. No, not at all. Uh, I did like the height difference between uh, John and then the two women in this scene. (laughs) He did just look like a monster next to the two of them. And I did, there was like a behind the scenes video or maybe behind the scenes photo somewhere that the actress who plays Mary is constantly standing on Apple boxes. Oh, really? I haven't seen that. She's so much shorter. That's, that's not surprising. Just to try to keep her in frame. Yeah. It's like that is, I, I understand. I feel that. Uh, so John gets like interrogated by a detective who naturally is also a part of the Akrita. Yeah. And he's the one who reveals that they want to know who Dean Winchester is. Um, Really just like telling John everything he needs to know. They do make it easy for him. Yeah. And maybe easy for the audience too. Yeah. (laughs) To be like, this is, uh, this is the game. This is what we're playing here. Do you think they're still at this point, like slightly like coddling the non-supernatural viewers? Or like, is that out the window? I think they have to be. Cause I, you still have to assume that there are people who watch the show who are not 15 years deep into yeah. an obsession. Right? I mean, can't relate. But okay. <laughs> can't relate. Don't know how that feels. Don't understand it. And yet, I, yeah, because so John is like, I don't know who it is. And then he starts telling this detective the guy's name and he's just using a bunch of rock aliases that doesn't mean anything to anyone yeah. who hasn't seen supernatural yeah yeah so clearly dean gets it from his dad <laughs> but john also realizes that dean has to be he actually john takes like a pretty big logical leap in this scene where he's like dean's got to be pretty dangerous to the akrita and if he's a threat to the Akrita, he can't be of this earth. And I was like, hold on. That's- I feel like I would also in that position be thinking the Akrita's scared of him. Oh shit. What's he going to do to us? Yeah. I mean like the enemy of my enemy is not necessarily my friend. Mm-hmm. Like that's not always true. Yeah. Like you don't know. Like maybe you're just going to get in his way. I mean, maybe he is just the bigger bad of the season. I mean, we know he's not, but they shouldn't. That would actually be really funny, though, if Dean is just there to, like, kill his own father to prevent (laughs) himself from ever being born. Yeah. To keep the tragedies of his life from ever happening. (laughs) He's like, nah. He's like, you know what? I would rather not do this again. Desperately be damned. Yeah. I'm done. New theory just dropped. (laughs) Yeah. I'm good with uh, yeah yeah. I'm definitely gonna put like like a five down on that one. <laughs> Dean is trying to prevent his own birth yeah. because he is tired. <laughs> he just wants to rest. <laughs> just needs a nap. Uh, but I I did like John's line saying like whoever he is, I hope he gives you hell. Yeah, yeah, I, I I like that too. It's got some <laughs> layers to it, given Dean mm-hmm. spending forty years in hell. Like ooh, mm-hmm. ouch. So John is going to get entered to a state prison because that's how the law works in Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. Um, and Mary decides that she's just going to straight break him out of the precinct. So they need Betty to help them. And Millie is like, let's just bring Betty in on the whole secret. 
which I was like, hold the fuck on. Yeah. You don't know what side Betty is on. You're just like, we need a cop on the inside. You don't. Okay, so she was engaged to John for a hot minute, but like, you know the Akrita are out there infecting people. Shouldn't you check the back of her neck before you tell yeah, her? No one did that. In secrets? No. Uh, yeah. Unless there's a deleted scene somewhere of Mary and Millie <laughs> being like, hey, if you could just turn around and lift up your ponytail. Also, that is a very quick and easy check. Yeah. Like, they were very caught up on another, like, magical tool we've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. The bracelet. But, like, you can just check the back of their neck. Yeah. Millie's like, we can trust her with all of our secrets. Can you? She's I been hunting. Know. She's been, like, following Mary around for weeks. Yes. And she told you that she's been following her around and that she doesn't trust her. But you're just going to be like, come to this clubhouse with mm-hmm. thousand years worth of yeah. lore and mystical, magical secrets. Like. No, dumbass. The stationary location that you will easily be able to find again. Yeah, which we know already has, like, a tunnel in and out that can't be warded. Come on. Not too bright. But they do. They bring her to the fucking clubhouse. (laughs) And Mary's like, we hunt monsters. No preamble. No, That's not the way to sell it, too. That's just, like, as I was watching it, I was like, my instinct would be, oh, okay, uh, which medication have you recently stopped taking? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it the lithium or yeah. is it alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> yes. How high were you when you saw these vampires? <laughs> yeah, they, they did not approach this well. And Betty was like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Which I can understand because she's a small town cop. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) no, monsters are not real, and you've got weird shit in jars. It's a surprise she didn't arrest the two of them just for being weird. I mean, honestly, if she is not a crooked cop, the instinct wouldn't be, oh, let me immediately conspire with these people I don't know that well who have an outlandish story. The, the, The actual, you know, quote unquote, good cop response would be yeah let's just you're just coming with me right yeah we're gonna get someone for you to talk to yeah like oh you've still been hanging around crime scenes hmm doing what collecting body parts like stealing magical artifacts don't bring new people in has buffy told you nothing (laughs) you don't know um so the the other piece of this episode is that um lata and Carlos have a whole storyline. And before we dig into it, are you like slightly annoyed at the stage that Lada and Carlos are now like almost completely separate from Mary and John? Yeah. Okay, me too. Yeah. Great. Because I, especially in this episode, I was like, so they're off on their own yet again. Also cool. Send a search party for Ada. Please. (laughs) I understand at this point she's probably just been written out. Like maybe she was the character that wasn't playing as well, but I liked her. I liked her too. Please bring her back. She was more interesting. Like, did that actress have a movie that she was filming? What was going on? I hope it's something like that. Hashtag bring Ada back. But yeah, I miss Ada. She's so she could be so useful in these situations and she is nowhere. She might have been able to, like, easily explain some of these things they keep getting fucked over by. Like, oh, hey, 
don't put that bracelet on yet because by the way it has a huge fucking catch to it yes yeah yeah so there's yet again a mystery object that has never been mentioned before as you said yep which is uh maggie had this bracelet maggie is what's the the cousin a cousin yeah we thought it was a sister but she's yeah um, mary's cousin and this is her house anyway Mm -hmm. and it is a bracelet that can pinpoint somebody who is harboring a dark secret that also like that's so ambiguous yeah okay it's ambiguous and it seems to do two different things in the episode yeah i i want to know how like is it a dark secret as in like dark supernatural forces like clearly not is dark subjective as to what you're ashamed of right because like there might be things that one person is like deeply upset by that objectively isn't that bad or they just like Mm -hmm. equally fucked over by it (laughs) right what if i am simply ashamed by like the amount of oreos i have eaten (laughs) sorry the fucking shadows are coming for you right like i don't know sometimes my eating habits can shame me but that is not the same as yeah causing the death of someone and i did like it obviously like the shows like this particularly this one requires suspension of disbelief Mm -hmm. but the more we learned about this magical bracelet the more confused i was about the actual logistics of it yes right Yes. Like the, yeah, it's it's supposed to reveal a dark secret, which obviously they just want to use to know, like, who's an Akrita, who's working with him. But how is that a dark secret? But it's not. Yeah. Also, they wouldn't consider it a secret because they know who they are and they know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. They're not particularly subtle. No. Like, every single time one of them has been in vicinity of an Akrita, they're straight out with it. Yeah. The, the detective, like, closed the door yeah. on John and was like, by the way, I'm one of them. Like, yeah. Hold on. Like, it's not a secret. What, what like, if there had been someone on the other side of the, the two-way mirror been like, what is going on in this interrogation? Yeah. Frank, what? is he talking in code right now? <laughs> I thought his name was Tim, not Akrita. <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. Because, so Maggie, like, hid this bracelet in a box of rat poison, which I totally get because it's a shit bracelet to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's one, please don't put food in rat poison, even if you've cleaned it out, because not only is there a no. bracelet, there is a uh, a very old thing of what are they called? Toast toasties? Toast what do they call those things? They're not remember. they're not Pop Tarts, they're like Pop Tart esque. Yeah. Um something seventies uh, food. But don't <laughs> don't put things in rat poison. You don't know what's still in there. Um but they said it's made by a god of secrets and shadows, and it gets your enemy to reveal their secrets, I guess, by getting fucking shadow monsters to explode out of this bracelet. Also, not um, not not just for enemies. Right. Because, like, it's just whoever is wearing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was another thing that did confuse me when, like, because Lada puts it on without knowing, like, she didn't, she didn't read the, the pamphlet first. She did not. She didn't look at the instructions before she stuck um, that boy on. Yeah, so she just put, like, snaps it on her wrist and, like, it starts getting tighter and tighter. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because you have, what did they say? You have to be like pure of heart yeah. or the shadow spirits will either force you to reveal reveal your secrets. Yes. Or it will consume the wearer. But but somehow Carlos also got sucked into this, yeah. this like spirit realm, which was a manifestation of her secret. So like, is it anyone in your vicinity that gets... I mean, it like, taken. Yeah, like, I mean, if someone else had been there, would it just be like anyone yeah. in the vicinity would like? Because Lada put the bracelet on, but yeah. the shadow took Carlos. Was that just to get her to reveal the secret? Like that's mm -hmm. some bullshit. Yeah. That's rude. That is, yeah. I, I can see why it was hidden away. Even though you are right that a box of rat poison not not the best. Not and then, types. also, so was, okay, Maggie was not a hunter, or was she a hunter? Do we know? She must have been something. I also spent a good, like, 20 minutes of this episode absolutely convinced the secret was going to be that Maggie and Lotta were in a relationship. Okay, but they were, right? They had to be. I, even at the end, because at the end, like, after everything's been revealed, she's like, I have a little more to tell you to Carlos. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is it. This is the reveal. Yeah, and also yeah. Maggie and I were lovers. Yeah. Because the shadow spirit, like, takes the form of Maggie to get Lada to, like, open up and accuses Lada of holding things too close to the vest and that Lada used to share everything. Or no, Maggie would share everything with Lada because they were girlfriends. But Lada didn't share anything of her own in return. Is this the first time we've seen Maggie? I or did we see so. her before? I think so outside of pictures. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I was trying to remember that while we were watching. I couldn't remember. I mean, she didn't look familiar to me, but I might have just forgotten. I mean, to me, for a hot minute, I was like, uh, blonde white woman. Do I know this blonde white woman? Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely, they don't immediately tell you who she is. Yeah. No, they did not. I was like, is this Maggie? Am I supposed to know this person? Oh, shit. I'll be honest. Even after she said Maggie... For a second, I was like, wait, who? Yeah, who? who who's this? this is but she does look enough like Mary because, you know, yeah. I understand why they're doing it, but they're both clearly very bottle blonde. Yeah, I know. I love when it's the, like, dyed blonde hair is what makes them related. Exactly. I was like, is this, is this your fam? Yeah. Is this your family? Trying to make them look like the adult Mary. Yeah. Uh, not quite. Close. Um, yeah. So this this realm is Lata's childhood home because that's where the secret takes place. And Lata finally tells Carlos that uh, basically she is not responsible but feels responsible for the death of a housekeeper um, who froze to death in the servants' quarters after she shared a dessert with her and her father got angry about it did you feel like they kind of pulled punches on the trauma i mean like it's traumatic yes. to her but it's not like a dark shameful you get sucked into this shadow world secret to me no it's so like she was a kid who did something kind of shitty without really knowing the consequences yeah i so i thought initially it was going to be that she had accidentally killed her dad yeah that's what i thought too and i was going to be like "Ooh, damn that would suck 
Yeah, that would be pretty juicy because she goes through the whole like I picked up the lamp and hit mm-hmm. it. I was like, ooh, did a was was that like a critical hit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was like, oh man, she killed her dad. That is that could be a secret you hold on to, you know, and not want to tell people, but just I also. That- I also thought that maybe she had been locked in the room as a kid or something. True. Yeah. She Mm -hmm. was going to like reveal some trauma that she'd been like kept, you know, prisoner by her parents, like abuse or something. Yeah. Yeah. And instead it's that her, she left home after her parents got mad at her for sharing dessert with the, um, with Sonia. um, And blamed the family's, servant or housekeeper for making her disobedient and and she froze to death which does suck but like there's very little blame that can be placed on her but i i guess i can see her feeling guilt but it i i agree that it does kind of pull a punch when i think she could have there could have been something that she was far more responsible for Especially if it's something that she's like refused to tell her closest friend for however long this has been, and it's enough to get a shadow demon to kidnap them. Yeah, and I also don't understand. I mean, like you were saying, like why was Carlos also drawn in? Why like it didn't have anything to do with his secret? Mm-hmm. But a because hug then in the end, like. Yeah resolves it like does there have to be someone else there for them to tell the secret to in order to like escape what happens if you're alone yeah do you just have to like therapy it out with yourself (laughs) just uh speak to your inner child Mm -hmm. because then could you like weaponize it against oh something like if you were in a in a group and you had a secret would it capture all the people in the group around you and then you're just like i don't care about telling i don't care about them so i'll just i I don't know (laughs) how this magic works also like the thing that made me wonder if it was related to how ashamed you feel is that they put the bracelet on betty to check her and nothing happens but like wasn't she just conspiring with like someone to stalk and possibly like mm-hmm. put away or whatever her intentions were like is it because she wasn't ashamed of it yes yeah so they yes they um they want to bring betty so they're gonna they're gonna break um uh, what's his face john out john, of the yeah. uh, the precinct and they put the bracelet on betty to check her intentions maybe yeah or to like what did they i forgot what they said i didn't write it down but um because it, it's supposed to like either it's supposed to reveal a secret but they use it to like check if she's a good person that's the part that doesn't make any sense but what it does is and oh and um lotta puts it on her she says like i hope you don't have any dark secrets like well what if she had <laughs> Yeah. Because instead, she sees, like, green laser lights coming out of all the Akrita because they're monsters. Like, that was not what the bracelet does. Also, and I realized that, like, they needed a very quick and effective way to get her to believe them, but that was so underwhelming. Yeah. Like, 
a nice reveal scene where something happened where she had to face like the fact that that Mary was right would have mm-hmm. been satisfying. But instead yes. it's just like, oh, green lights, whoops, you're telling the truth. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, having, yes, absolutely. If she had to be, to say it to Mary's mm-hmm. face or to like do it in front of Mary to be like, yeah, yeah I fucked up, you're right. Mm-hmm. And instead it's, oh, uh, monsters that just look like people and I haven't even, yeah. I'm just seeing green laser lights coming out of their heads. Woohoo! Because now she sees the truth, but that's not what the bracelet does. It reveals your secret, not theirs. Yeah. So I guess she does decide to be the cop on the inside, but that hasn't really proven... Because you're right, if she doesn't feel shame or feel like it's a secret, but she does have a secret because she conspired with Kyle. Exactly. To track... that was Mary. that was a secret. She has not told them that. Yeah, yeah. She met up with Kyle at the diner. They were passing notes. I don't like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, totally, I completely missed. Like, how did they get John free? They just like beat up some people. Did I miss this? Did I blink? Yeah, and I mean, really, it just seems like I don't. Carlos like whacks a guy in the back with a metal pipe, which would yeah. do. It's not where you gotta hit him to take him down. Yeah, yeah. But I, I respect them not showing us brains splattered on the sidewalk. I'm fine with that. More um, brains. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pro-gore, but, like, I'm a weirdo, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, what, what, what? Yeah, they, they, it was, there were so many parts of this episode that were underwhelming. And I think also because I really enjoyed the last few. Mm-hmm, sure. This one just, like... Nah, you half-assed the logic behind it in multiple places. Yes. And it to me, this was one of those episodes that we've seen in, like, Supernatural or even in other long-running series where it's the episode before the big one. Yeah. Where yeah. moving people into place. Because... And when you watch those back-to-back, it's not so bad. But week-to-week, I'm like... I know that as like millennials, we grew up watching TV this way, but I have been fully spoiled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Where you, you get so used to blasting through four or five episodes at a time that the ones that are a little less whelming, uh, you're just like, all right, that's the set piece. And now we're into the big fight because um, what's coming next is that Mary and John are the ones who want to go find Dean. Now what they need to do is fucking get Ada who could probably track Dean with a fucking picture. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think really. we've done this before. That is, that is why Ada had to go away. They, they, she was OP. Like she was overpowered. They had to like, she, she probably would have looked at that picture of yeah. Dean and been like, Oh, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> you mean my son? Yeah. <laughs> my second cousin i know him yeah that guy who's been time traveling the entire time yeah i know him he's in the safe house next door obviously i miss ada me too i'm actually gonna i'm curious to know if other people are ada Ada. uh oh they do tell they just kind of like fling a paper at betty and they're like go get this anti-akrita tattoo like no no explanation of how that might work just here Go get a tattoo that'll protect you from being possessed by uh Oh no. I got spoiled immediately. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Not um, on the pod. No, no, I'm not saying anything. Spoiler I was gonna say spoiler free pod on a reaction podcast. Yeah. Um, 
but not for the next episodes. Yeah. Um, I get, I do. I don't think this is like. I mean, this is like a, a from the preview for next episode. Oh, probably. sure. Okay. The carnival episode. Yes. Where Sam gets his fear of clowns from, since he is afraid <laughs> of clowns. So there are quite a few. I miss Ada. Where's Ada? Good. <laughs> Tweets. As yeah. they should, because queen shit right there. Yeah. At the end, though, we also get that Lada reveals that her parents aren't dead, as she has been telling people. Which is also not that big of a reveal. Like It's not. Like, who okay. hasn't told people their parents aren't dead? Right. We all tell our friends that our parents are alive. <laughs> it's just me. But, you know, our, our BFF, Carlos tells ada that her parents are dead to him because he is the best person and is the most supportive person in this uh this group because apparently mary and john don't care about their friends at all and didn't even ask how the bracelet went yeah (laughs) but yeah i mean it was actually it was kind of a light episode and again i think it's because it's one of those that are moving parts into place for a bigger showdown yep so and i do think that it'll be good i i really really just hope they don't blue ball us with the dean thing right. like i am fully unspoiled like not spoiled at all for that so mm-hmm. i'm part of me is just like dread are we gonna end the season on mm-hmm. just like a third picture of dean right oh look another picture like god <laughs> we found it. a new picture of him <laughs> we we found the impala like oh fuck mm-hmm. um yeah, that's kind of all I have for this yeah. episode. You know, there wasn't yeah, there wasn't a lot to it besides, like you said, just like setting people in place. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was not terrible, but it was not as good as the last couple, which is fine. Just yeah. you know, the next next rounds of monster fighting. Um, I did not clock any 2020s dialogue this time. I didn't, though I did think Mary's hair looked much more like 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. than, than like 70s, but yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't notice any language. I mean, there wasn't a lot of like dialogue to begin with. No, Not I did. Like, like deep conversation type things. No, just kind of a lot of telling her story. Yeah. I did like Carlos kissing the share poster. Yes, that was cute. I like that. Yeah. He continues to uh, carry this on his shoulder sometimes. The most exciting thing about the episode was that brief span of time when I thought Lotta was about to reveal a, you know, relationship with Maggie. (laughs) I mean, didn't she, though? I'm going to, I'm just going to assume yes until proven otherwise. I feel like she kind of did. Yep. Good for her. That's why she's still... Well, I don't. Does Lotta live in the house? I've been assuming she's no living idea. in the house. Yeah, we know Carlos had his van for a while. Yeah. Well, no. Remember, she no. They told uh, in one of the earlier episodes they told Carlos to stay in Maggie's room. Yeah. But where's Lotta? See, these are the things that you miss when there are only thirteen episodes. Yeah. Or like, where the where do they live? Whose bedroom is where? I would like to know that. This, I would just love a full episode that just took place at the house. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to understand the layout. Give me a bottle episode. Is there a bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Now we know they eat toastettes. Do they eat anything else? Mm. Does anyone know how to cook? I would actually, and this occurred to me when I thought they were going to be going to the cabin. It would be really fun for season two to just like 
have been Mary and John on the run <laughs> doing like <laughs> like yeah. case case fic episodes mm-hmm. all around Kansas. Yep. It's like uh again, potential that was very quickly dashed, but I was like, that would actually be fun if they had a few just like Monster of the Week episodes as they're staying in hotels, driving around Kansas. Right. Doing, doing the do, doing the yeah. job, living the life, doing the, building the family business. Yep. As it were. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. Someone call the writers. Yeah, please. Just build some new episodes in before uh, it's too late. Yeah. We're waiting on that renewal notice. Yeah, I don't know. Still no renewal. We're getting a Jensen album before <laughs> before the renewal notice. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't been canceled at least. No, it has not. Um, so that's uh, good news, I guess. Apparently, in late January, they gave a season two update. Well, that's not really an update. I'll say that both our partners at the studio and network have been focused on the same. It is a time of uncertainty for all of us. We don't know. (laughs) That's not, that's that's like the definition of like not an update. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yeah. That's great. Um, That update could have been an email. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. That's definitely all I have for this episode. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we will be back for the next episode, and then it's the finale. Yeah. Yikes. Um, so let us know what your guys' thoughts were, because we want to know. Um, we'll cross our fingers for season two. Uh, cool. So thank you for listening to this latest episode of the Winchesters Weekly, and we will catch you uh, for the next ride? Maybe? No? Yeah. That, that, that works. We can workshop it some more. <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll work the next case. Oh, the next case. <laughs> the, uh, the next Akrita. Well, we'll figure this one out. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. You've been listening to Supernatural on the Rocks, a podcast by OTR Productions. A huge thank you to our sound editor, Adriana, and our podcasts, who secretly run the show. For more episodes, download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and more at SPN on the Rocks. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash glee on the rocks. Subscribers get ad-free episodes, exclusive mini-episodes, deep diving into the fandom, salty opinions, and more. So until next time, this has been The Road That Was. Mm-hmm.